It's Tuesday, September 10, 2013. I declare that Australia is under new management and that Australia is once more open for business. Fossil fuel industry and Rupert Murdoch win, climate activists lose in Australia's election. Record heat wave closes schools from Michigan to Ohio. Texas residents sue BP. Plus, when they see electric cars racing fast with drivers that are cool guys and so on, they will think an electric car is something interesting. The future of car racing is electrifying. All of that and more straight ahead from Bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. As a weatherman, let me, let me ask you something. On the, on the maps, why is the sun... Wearing sunglasses. <laughs> That's a very good question. The Earth should wear the sunglasses. Well, it's like an oven wearing oven mitts. Yeah. Right? This is your Green News Report. It makes no sense to me. <laughs> Okay, Desi Doyen, during one of our reports last week, I was uh, I was a little bit snarky. What, you? Snarky? Yeah, I was a little bit <laughs> snarky about climate change helping to spark the mess we now see in Syria. And it was mostly for comic effect, but I wanted to point out you were absolutely right, and uh, I covered some of those details in a report at bradblog.com showing exactly how climate change directly led to this mess we are now seeing in Syria. Yeah, most people don't know that four years of brutal drought from 2006 to 2012 turned more than half of Syria into desert, collapsing much of its agriculture industry, causing food shortages. The Defense Department calls climate change a threat multiplier. And in this case, that is exactly what it was. But uh, good catch, and uh, sorry for the snark. Oh, we love the snark. That's what you do for a living. What do you have for us today? Well, first, a record heat wave is blistering the upper Midwest and breaking long-standing heat records for September. The National Weather Service has issued an extended heat advisory with temperatures pushing 100 degrees, 15 degrees above normal, forcing officials to close schools and open emergency cooling centers across Michigan, Illinois, and Ohio. Meanwhile, school kids in Australia are having a similar but arguably worse problem. We got evacuated because um, we had a bushfire in front of our school. Bushfire season is off to a record early and brutal start with high winds and a surprise heat wave that ignited 60 bushfires around the capital of Sydney in just 48 hours. So while Australia is broiling in yet another record heat wave, Australians just elected a new conservative prime minister, Tony Abbott, who said this as his very first act. In three years' time, the carbon tax will be gone. The yes, that's right. With a record heat wave, the new prime minister will immediately begin dismantling Australia's carbon tax on its biggest industrial polluters. So this is a huge win for the fossil fuel industry, a huge win for Rupert Murdoch, who has been supporting this guy, trying to roll back this landmark carbon tax that was just put in place uh, within the past year. Right. Abbott has previously said that he thinks global warming is, quote, absolute crap, and that is the big flaw in a carbon tax. It can be repealed. Abbott's win, as you said, was also fueled in part by Rupert Murdoch's Australia Media Empire, which has hammered the carbon tax in Australia relentlessly. On Sunday, Murdoch's Wall Street Journal warned U.S. politicians against even talking about a carbon tax on industrial polluters in the United States. Shut up or the environment gets it. Exactly. Oil giant BP has decided it is done paying damages to Gulf Coast residents for its massive 2010 oil spill in the Gulf of Mexico. Oh, that's nice. They're done. Oh, yeah. And they're fighting 
fighting tooth and nail in federal court to get out of paying any more. Now BP is being sued by 50,000 Texas residents who live near BP's troubled refinery in Texas City after BP admitted to knowingly venting toxic chemicals, including benzene, into the air for a five months in 2010. They admitted using a faulty unit that the company knew was not capable of stopping the airborne toxins. This is the same troubled BP refinery where an explosion killed 15 people in 2005. So they're admitting they know all of these things, but they're not willing to pay up? Right. They're arguing in court that no one was injured. How thoughtful of them. Meanwhile, Shell Oil has agreed to pay a whopping $1 million fine to settle claims that it violated air pollution permits during its comically tragic attempts to drill in the U.S. Arctic last summer. Oh, my. One million dollars. That one million dollar fine is 0.02% of its profits over the last three months. Finally, European car maker Renault thinks the future of racing is electric and just debuted its all-electric Formula E racing car to be used in the first-ever Formula E racing season next year, which they hope will ignite interest in electric cars. When they see electric cars racing fast with drivers that are cool guys and so on, they will think an electric car is something interesting, fun, and they will be more inclined to buy it. I had a really cool electric slot car track when I was growing up. Does that count? No, not the same thing. Okay. For much more on that story and the ones we couldn't get to today, please check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. Don't forget, you can download our reports via iTunes, via Stitcher, via TuneIn Radio. Make sure you find us and like us on the Facebook and follow us 24-7 on the Twitters at Green News Report. From bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. And this has been your... Green News Report. Ghost be racer, ghost be racer, ghost be racer, ghost.